welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip. That's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The king of the gays has fallen, but was it the best move as the beast is still there? It's time to find out as we talk all things Survivor 42. And joining me to chat about it is the prince of the jungle, Robbie Rice. How are you? Hello. I'm I'm good. I'm sore. I'm cupped. You're sore. Yeah. I've got um, cupping bruises all over. Why? Why? Why cupping? Yeah. It feel it it does wonders like uh when I go through long like dance auditions or things like that I feel like I can't move I have back injuries from roller coasters as we were discussing earlier <laughs> and um so uh it really just helps take off the pressure and it makes what me feel like feel I can like? move um if as if someone were like just grabbing your skin and like pinching it and then all okay. of a sudden it goes numb so you don't really feel it anymore it's okay. it's a lot of people use it instead of acupuncture because I'm not about mm-hmm. to let people just take like needles and stab them in me. I just wouldn't be able to relax. But um, yeah, with cupping, it um, it feels good. And then I have all these like battle wounds. Just look like Listen, I, I got I, it on after, with a squid. After going through the um, ablation and all the um, epidurals and everything I had to do for my back, I'm game for anything. I I can take the pain. So maybe maybe that's what I need. To just oh, it it doesn't relax. hurt at all. It doesn't hurt. Oh, at good, all. good. Survivor forty two. We're we're getting to the end. How how are you enjoying this season? Um, I don't I don't like this like twenty eight days thing. I don't know. I mean, uh, Survivor in the past few seasons has tried so many different things with those like fire tokens. Um, with like pushing it to 28 days and not feeding them. I do think not feeding them and making it a little more intense creates a little more drama. And that's what they're going for survivor. I mean, heck they're on season 42. They're trying to like push the narrative. And I mean, honestly, the less days it is, the more willing I'd be to go because they don't let you brush your teeth. And that's my big no. <laughs> if, I know, I know. If mm-hmm. Jeff Probst would be like, okay, you can bring your floss, your tongue scraper, your mouthwash, your toothbrush. Will you come? I'd be like, great, I'm here. It'll be like that season, like season five or whatnot, when that girl brought the granola bar and everybody was up in arms. Mm-hmm. And um, I, they'd be like, this boy has a toothbrush. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I'm going to win. We, we've seen them use like the, 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 the palm fronds as toothbrushes before. Yeah, the like the canes and bamboo. And, like, yeah. I just... I don't know. I don't know. And I guess like you could mouthwash with the salt water to kind of mm-hmm. like kill bad breath germs, but I still, it's just, Fair. 
it's so just, you would do yeah. it. It, it you would do survivor i think you would do very well at survivor absolutely it's to me i've always seen it as a chess game um where you can consistently have to think moves ahead and i think the most successful players are the ones that every night lie down and go where am i at what are my pathways to get to the end and who do I need to bring along with me? Who do I need to cut? Where do I need to cut them? And they do it every night and it may change and they are adaptable with it. That's the big thing is I, I think on this season, especially we've seen a lot of people who aren't adaptable. Right. Um, I think previous seasons, we've seen them go into voting blocks because the game has evolved and starts moving faster. Um, right. But I think this season, we aren't really seeing voting blocks. We're seeing people be like, oh, you're not listening to me, so I'll vote you out. People, we are seeing a little bit of, uh, like, butthurt <laughs> personalities. I think there's only one thing that would stand in your way on Survivor. And that's stupid people. I, <laughs> you hate I have, stupid people. I just, I just have a really hard time, like hiding my facial features when someone says <laughs> something really ignorant but i also also it would be really hard for me like those big personalities that think they are top dog or whatnot or anyone that talks down to someone makes me so mad in the way i think women have gotten smart on this game and they go okay yeah talk down to me i'm gonna let you but then i'm gonna cut your throat and you're going to think I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm subservient. But like, if I were to see people talking down to women or other, just anyone in general, I, I, yeah, I'd be wow. like, this isn't okay. This is not okay. Well, it is post-tribal. It is rainy. The emotions are still high. And high reminds us that last week they got to split up and their tribal, they, their tribe went exactly how they wanted it to go. He's happy he got rid of his target, Roxroy. His biggest obstacle was getting Mike's blessing. Now, Mike notes that Rox gave him the death stare when he was voting him out. And High says he can't get mad at him as they all voted for Roxroy. High is glad to get to be the driver for this vote. But Mike says he had no plans of voting Roxroy out as his word is his bond. But with High being so definitive that everyone wanted Roxroy out, he had to be get unanimous. He is upset he's letting High play his game. So Omar will say to Mike that he doesn't like that he might have felt pressured about Roxroy, but Omar, meanwhile, is fine with how everything transpired, but he wants Mike to be wary of Mr. High. Mikey, no likey. He might not be liking how High is running things, so he's going to start bringing Mike closer to him and sever his relationship with High. Okay, Omar's playing a good game. I like Omar. Um, here's the thing, though. I think it's funny that High thinks he was in the driver's seat, Omer was mm -hmm. the one that came up with this plan. And oh, yeah, then he's the backseat planted, driver. He planted the seed, and Hai was like, oh, this is my plan. My plan mm -hmm. all along. The person that was, like, in your, like, alliance, and now all of a sudden... Well, and this whole thing of, like, oh, he can't be mad at you because we all voted for him. And then he just, like, gets up and walks away. He Hai would go in and, like, placate people. I think... High talked down to people the most. Oh yeah, him, him he, and Jonathan, and he's definitely becoming, unfortunately, one of those elite gays that I can't stand in life. I just, I, he thought he was better at the game than he actually was. Yeah. Um, who was it last year that was actually like, um, 
playing the same game. Uh, it was Shan and um, Ricard. Yes, Ricard. Um, I think Ricard had the same personality and was like, I'm playing this game really well. But he was doing it better than he was able I. to hide a little better than because um, he had he had Shan exactly, and then she she got too she got too cocky, and they were like, okay, bye. I, I, yeah, and I I still think that Ricard cutting Shan when he did was not the best decision, but you know what? That's the game. Now the other group is back. They voted out Tori, but Drea is still emotional, but she's still on Survivor, and she has her powers and will play it as hard as she can. I wish we had a little more dialogue about um, the second tribal, um, but maybe I, that will be saved for another time. I wish there was more of a moment for um, for Marianne and Drea to speak their piece. And right. um, I thought it was so unfortunate how they felt like they had been put in that situation because as like for me, I I never had seen it that way. And then all of a sudden they were like, no, this is what I'm feeling. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I I was like, wow, they really, they really feel hurt and betrayed. And not, not that they wouldn't have voted him out, but I think the split group, when they came in mm-hmm. and saw it and saw them sitting next to each other, they were like, oh no, like if we vote out one of these people, like we are perpetuating this, like what's going on in the real world type thing. And it, it broke my heart to, I was very appreciative that they spoke out and like were able to continue to teach um, individuals as myself, as the rest of the world. and it broke my heart that Jonathan like stepped in and kind of took that moment from them. I agree. But I think I do think it gave them another opportunity to be like, this isn't about you. And let me explain why. Um, but again, we've seen that Jonathan just isn't in tune with anything that isn't in Jonathan's like own mind. And I think, Tori and Lindsay sat there, shut up, let them have their moment, said, we agree because there's no reason for us to disagree. And that was that. And I was, I was honestly kind of rooting for Tori because she had been the underdog from the beginning. And I was like, whoa, she's doing well at these immunity challenges. She might sneak her way in. Um, But I think, yeah, I've basically been rooting for the women and or and Omer this whole time. And, to see Marianne and Drea like bond together over something, say, this is this and we have to do it. It was, it was very strong. It's the next morning and it's time to begin the Lindsay episode. She speaks with Omer to tell him that Jonathan screwed up everything with his idea to flush the idol from Drea while using Marianne as a pawn. Omer knows that Jonathan doesn't understand shit. Lindsay knows that she can't rely on him as much as she could in the beginning because he's not good at strategy she feels if they seem like a pair but he's bad at strategy it's going to make her look like she's in on the poor strategy Lindsay knows that when idols are played that they are typically put back in the game so she's going to search for them she's going to come up empty as she literally touches the idol but doesn't realize it 
I was so sad. I'm a big Lindsay fan. And I was like, no. I am too. I was like ready for it. It's literally like this past season of Amazing Race where, um, oh, the winning couple, when she was like flipping stones or whatnot. And she's like, it's like that moment where they zoom in and they go, wah, 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 and it's right yeah. there. And I touch if, it and, and they go, wah, 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 wah. And if I was she like, was an inch taller, it, she would have found it. She would have seen it. Literally, she was and, an inch taller. I was like, no, no, because I like, I really like her. I think she's playing a smart game because now she's like, you know what? I can't like this meat shield that I have in front of me is not serving me and he's not listening. He's not making this a partnership. He's trying to dominate, which is so funny because Jonathan has played this game of like, oh, like people look at me and they think I'm going to talk down to them or do these things or like, I can't. And I'm like, but that's. That's what you are doing. doing. That is what you are doing. You're like mansplaining things to people. You, you consistently are like, this is what I eat for breakfast. This is why I deserve this. This is why I deserve this. Like, okay, great. You're a (laughs) pack of sausage at the store. Like that's all you're worth. Um, But, uh, but then someone else swoops in and I think it was, honestly, I was like, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Well, yeah, let's do it. So meanwhile, Marianne is going to go find Firewood and she is the one who ends up finding the released idol where Lindsay missed it. And it's just a typical idol. No, beware. She is keeping this a secret this time and her secret alone. This is now her second idol this season. Marianne now has an extra vote and an immunity idol that she can feel like she can float to the end. She's playing it right in the strategic sense and the moral sense. And you know what? Good things happen to good people. Yeah, I... If Lindsay didn't find it, I was so happy that she found it yeah. because of what had happened the night before. I think it was just so, it was so just that it was re- basically returned to her and being like, you know what? And it wasn't like just handed back to her. She found it. And it was just like, you know what? This, like whatever fate in the world, higher power you believe in they it was just like you know what you stood up for something that is so important right now and we don't want you to go out because you stood on like what needed to be said and here is this back to you no stipulation no bunny rabbits no mailboxes (laughs) i she's she's probably like the most quotable person from this season too absolutely now do you think the second idol is out there somewhere um, I don't know because I hope it's not personally. Yeah, because of how fast this is moving and we're down to seven now. I just right. two idols. I I don't it's gonna want, be in uh, an advantage apocalypse potentially. I don't want another Sari moment. Exactly. That, that was like she is one of my all-time favorite players, and that moment broke my heart where all of these people turned in these idols and whatnot, and yep. she goes what and she didn't have a single vote cast against her and i was like this might be the year that sari finally wins and exactly so i think i think now there are too many idols in play i think i think there are too many like there are three in the beginning and then they all of a sudden like they keep putting them back in back in back in until like it's down to five and i'm like you see these people like ben in the past or um uh what's his name from like uh blue collar um i think it was mike or something like that who like they they just continued they go crazy because they're on these idol hunts and they don't actually like play the social game or whatnot 
I'm hoping season 43 was is going to be a nice reset for this season and season 41, where we got to see the advantages. Everyone has now watched it. You can't do it again. Do something new. Adjust the game. It is a rainy day on Survivor, but they still got to play some challenges. Everyone is literally shaking, but they're playing the game. It may have been a rough night, but they are playing Survivor. For this reward challenge, it's going to be fun. They have to maneuver a sandbag through a series of obstacles and land it on a target. Super simple. How would you do in this challenge? Um, I don't know. When I get like in competitive mode, sometimes I get like anxious and shake. So I don't. I don't also, I think this is one of the easiest challenges that they've ever had. Literally. I was like, Literally. wait, there's nothing else to it. And Honestly, my favorite part of it was watching Lindsay exit the water at the same time as Jonathan and being I like, know, right? yeah, yeah. I was like, he's not this Superman and like someone else can take him on. And, um, but I don't know. I'd probably trip over the logs. <laughs> I, so what I'd are they playing for? Hot pizza, cold beer, and they will be going to the sanctuary where they're going to have blankets and pillows and be away from the rain. They're going to get a decent night's sleep, and that sounds magical to me. I don't know what a decent night's sleep is like. I have not slept through a night ever. Um, so if someone could like tell me what it's like to sleep like eight hours, I would love that. Please. I wake up every fucking two hours to pee. It's a bad problem. This is probably going to be the reason why I'll be single forever. It's okay. I get it. It's fine. I know it's my problem. All right. Let's get into this challenge. They are off, and Jonathan is once again out of the water first, but as you said, Lindsay is right on his tail. He's going to get through that first obstacle easily um, because he literally jumped over everything. Um, guy's got hops. He's also much... He's twice her size. Yeah. Probably three times her size, mm -hmm. honestly. She is, like, compact... Um, but she's not letting them just run away with it. Not at all. So the knots are going to be the equalizer, but Jonathan is done first. He's going to be followed by high and Lindsay and Jonathan's just not nailing the sandbags. He's having trouble tossing those sandbags onto that, um, platform. Uh, high is going to be on and off. Lindsay just misses, but then bam, she sticks it. Lindsay wins reward. It really was a quick challenge. Yeah. It, I think it's the fastest challenge that they've had. I think it's, um, I'm trying to think back, like even eating challenges, I don't even think we're over that fast. <laughs> I also want them to bring back those eating I challenges. I agree. Also the survivor auction, like where are all these really good things? Unfortunately, uh, people who really study the show, um, the survivor auction's broken until they can figure out a way to revamp it and not have the contestants know how to break it i think we're not going to see it for a while but that'll be a great one to bring back i agree and the eating challenge especially if they're not feeding them let them eat bugs if they're really that hungry eat a fucking bug yeah or blue i uh, i think i this the eating challenges i think i would struggle on too yeah same all right so Lindsay gets to go to the sanctuary but jeff says you can bring someone so she sees that there are a lot of people who have not had the chance yet to have a reward so she selects omer as he has been with her day one and has gotten no rewards with no pause she's going to ask jeff if she can bring one more and he says yes without hesitation she says mike he has only had pb and j and they've talked about pizza since they met Lindsay will tell us that it's a badass reward, but there are two people she can also discuss strategy with and get close to. For her, it's a win-win. Did she select the right two people? 
I think she did because Mike is easily swayable and I think she needed to get alone time with Omer. Yes. I, I don't know how people choose these in the moment because there's so much pressure on them. I, I think in reward challenges like this, I would literally go, I'm going to lose solely so I don't have to make this decision. Because and people do I, that. That's, that's a strategy. Because I, I would win and then be like, I don't want this spot. I'm like, someone come like- up here and take it. I feel like maybe maybe it's my, at least my brain. If I were on the show, I don't think there's a second I'm not strategizing in my mind. So like I think no, like I would prepare. Okay, this may be a choice challenge. These are the this is the order I would select people. Um, because what else do you have to think about out there? You're not going to think about real world things. You're not going to think about anything else besides the elements. So you have a lot of time to to, to brainstorm in this situation. And I think Lindsay is definitely that kind of player. She knew th- what she was doing. I think what also works in her favor is she also kind of has everyone in her back pocket. Mm-hmm. Romeo is honestly, I forget that Romeo's still there sometimes. Yeah. Um, Drea is kind of like. I need Lindsay. Like they need each other to protect mm-hmm. each other. Um, Marianne is too nice. Um, Jonathan, I'm surprised Jonathan didn't have anything to say about it. Because uh, I figured he would be like, oh, I'm supposed to be your ally and she doesn't pick me. Right. But um, yeah, and other than I didn't say anything either. Like I was really surprised no one said a thing. I, I feel like everyone feels Lindsay is a very smart diplomatic person. So I don't think she didn't ruffle anyone's feathers. This yeah, makes she, sense. She has everyone in her back pocket and she literally said, This is why I'm choosing people. Let's go. And then yeah. walked away. Well, it's still raining when they all return to camp. And Marianne tells us that when you say you want to play Survivor, you want the feeling when you get close to the end. But when you get close to the end, the rain is miserable. She's shivering and it hurts to walk. They're all freezing. And Romeo says the rain doesn't translate to watching at home. He would kill for a warm bed. Romeo says they're dying as Mike, Lindsay, and Omer get to go have pizza and beer and sleep in a nice warm bed. I don't remember them mentioning any beds. I I heard pillows and blankets. I never said anything about a bed. Um... I don't know. I didn't see a bed, but I didn't see that either. The tribe will have to fix the shelter as the rain has just battered it. High says that being out there brings him back to his roots where he grew up hungry, poor, and with nothing. And we're going to get our high flashback. It's been a couple episodes since we've had a flashback. He's going to share that he immigrated to America as refugees from Vietnam when he was three. He watched his parents sacrifice everything to give him a better life. He'll never forget where he started. And he says, being out there, there is a finite ending in sight. They are close to the finish line. As someone who watches the edit, I was like, oh, we haven't had a high edit yet. We haven't had the flashback. We're already talking about high potentially having too much power. High's going home. I, I was like, he's either going to win or he's going to go home. Exactly. I was like, Jonathan already had his flashback moment. High has his now. This is like the, the, the mirror talk on Drag Race. You're going home. Yeah, I, it was uh, like, because the only other flashback that I think we've had really is Roxroy. And that was when he did the, like, I'm going to smash this, change the game type thing. Yeah, since since Merge, that's the only one we've had. But we've obviously had one for um, Mike. We've had one for Marianne early, early, early on. Yeah. Well, hi, Lindsay, are going to, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say we had that one for, um, What's her name? Why am I forget if High's 
comrade that went before the merge. Lydia. Yeah. Hi and Lindsay are going to chat in the shelter and they're whispering, but come on, the people are they're discussing are literally inches away. Please tell me how this worked out. Uh, I thought Jonathan heard her. So did I. I was like, what? I mean, obviously they have mics on them. Right. But I was like, how, how bold do you have to? I literally was like, Lindsay, no, Lindsay, no. Stop. Yeah, I, I I was worried for her. I was like, did she did she just ruin her game? But I guess you gotta have these conversations at some point, and you don't know how long it's gonna rain, so might as well do it before you leave camp for your nice warm blanket and pillows. I yeah, yeah. Hi is gonna tell her that he thinks Romeo will be the safest choice, and then she floats the idea of voting out Jonathan. Hi says if he lost because he could go on immunity run. Sure, why not? He sees Lindsay fragmenting from Jonathan and she was signaling that she wants him out. So, hey, he's open to it. We're going to head over to the sanctuary where Omar, Lindsay, and Mike arrive with the Fijian pizza. I know food is food, but I still want to taste the world's worst pizza to confirm that it is, in fact, as bad as previous players have said it is. I've heard it was terrible. When I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this reminds me of the pizza I had in Cancun at the... <laughs> resort I was working at for that week um and it, it wasn't good like it just it had no flavor but honestly like who's gonna complain about pizza at that point if you're like um, this pizza is awful then you're obviously not that hungry exactly I would be like I don't care you give me all the crappy pizza in the world over this like termite that I'm eating over here in the corner are you team pineapple on pizza I don't care. I think people get butt hurt about the dumbest things. People always need something to argue about. People, it's not that deep. It's not, it's not that deep. It's not deep dish. It's not that deep. I, um, as a kid, I used to like eat Hawaiian pizza. I don't eat pork now. So I, um, I don't know. I'll have it. But it, like I grew up, we barbecue um, pineapple as well like yeah. you put it on the grill when you're cooking other things and it tastes really good like it smokes it so it on pizza is fine i mean trust me people put a lot of other weird like we we went after pineapple on pizza but no one's going after anchovies that's the theme come on y'all mike says the pizza was so good and he was going to eat the pizza until it came out of his ears because that's what they do in hoboken new jersey as they are scoffing down the food, they hear some voices, and it's the voices of their loved ones. Now, don't get too excited. COVID prevented anyone from showing up on the island, so they had them send videos and show projections on their display of crates. We're going to see photos of all of them from their past, and I think it was very sweet to see them share this moment together. Yeah, I mean, we have seasons that they don't even get anything from their loved ones. Right. Not even a letter, not even, like, anything, so... It was nice that they got to share that moment. And honestly, Lindsay got so lucky with that one because something like that makes Mike go, oh, you're now my number one. Like exactly. Mike, Mike is so easy to get in your back pocket. I think it, it comes from a place of like genuine care and kindness. I, I don't think there's, it's not like he's just a dumb puppy dog. He's 
a loving puppy dog. And the moment you show him some type of compassion or whatnot, he's like, you're wonderful. And he wants to be your best friend type thing. And so I think like that being added to the reward, she got so lucky. So Lindsay's going to get a video from her parents and sister. They're so proud of her and tell her they're there in spirit and know she's going to do her best. Next, we have Sarah Omer's girlfriend. Um, good for you, buddy. She's cute. She misses him and loves him. She is proud of him for even making it on the show and tells him to keep playing hard. And for Mike, it's his wife, Stacy, who wishes she could be there rooting for him. She wants him to keep doing what he's doing and what he's doing his best at, which is winning. If you were on Survivor and got a video message, who would it be from? Obviously Jesus. me, right? Jesus. No. And me. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I've gone over this so many times that if like every time the loved one's visit comes up, I'm go, who would I want there? I'm like, because there are certain people that I'd want to bring, but then I'm like, are they going to be competitive enough? Exactly. Are the, and I'm like, so if I have to play with them, am I going to be like, Oh no. <laughs> um, honestly, I'd probably just be like, y'all decide. These are the list of people. Y'all decide who you want to send me or y'all can fight. Y'all can fight to come visit me and wherever I am, mostly Fiji. Cause they, I'm sad that they have stopped changing like the no, location. I missed, I missed the, 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 the journeys to the world. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll go back sometime. Well, they got food from the soul and they didn't know how much they needed it until they got it. For Mike, there is nothing that means more to him than his family. So he's grateful to Lindsay for bringing him. Not like she actually knew what was happening, but it's all the same to him. Mike says it's the greatest gift he's ever been given. But now that they've had the moment to share, the game is back on. Omar says to Mike that they got off on the game related to friendship. He felt that there was always a middle person being high and they weren't able to talk to each other. He felt high had to talk for them. So Omar is going to plant a seed of doubt in Mike and says that Hi told Mike, uh, t- told Omar that he is his puppet. And did this really happen? No, no. Omar's just manipulating feelings and he did it well. I love this. I feel like this is how I will play. I know I just use the word manipulation and some people think that's a negative word, but in the game of social politics, Omar did exactly what he needed to do. Omar Omar is playing a really, really good game. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I would, yeah, I don't, I don't know. How is Mike, how are Mike and Hai going to feel watching the show? That's a different story. You have to live with that after the fact, but the game is a game. Mike is going to be, Mike, see, here's the thing is Mike is going to be hurt. Mm -hmm. And I know you're, the people are so focused on the game, but for me, I don't think I'd be able to separate the emotional side of it. And yeah. I think I would know if I say this right now, I know later on, whenever they see it, it's going to break their heart that I lied to them. But I will say, I did tell Omer, oh, I have him in my back pocket. My Mike will always vote with me. He didn't call him like a puppy okay. or things like that. Mike says he knows Omar is telling the truth because he believes what he's saying. Omar's plan worked. You tell a good lie, not a stupid lie. And again, if Mike is already feeling this, he's going to believe it. So the doubt was perfect. 
Lindsay's going to reveal that she wants to work with them and that she, Hi, and Drea have an amulet that they can use together. It's an extra vote if they collectively agree to use it. If it's only two of them, it's a steal of vote. And if there's only one of them, it's a hidden immunity idol. Lindsay is conflicted to go for high as Jonathan is ruining her game because he feels like he has a lot of power and she doesn't like being told what to do. What is going to happen is it's all going to come down to who wins immunity. I really like this scene between the three of them because we haven't seen the three of them together at all this season as a trio. We've seen individually um, Omar and Lindsay and Omar and Mike, never Mike and Lindsay. So I kind of mm-hmm. like this dynamic. Is this foreshadowing to the end game? It's possible. It's very possible. It could be. Um, I mean, I think Romeo's getting to the end no matter what. I think he's going to be drugged to the end. So I don't know which one of them would be out. I also think at some point, Omer is going to go, Lindsay will beat me and Mike will probably beat me. So I need to get rid of them as well. I think Omer is playing the voting block game. Yeah. Where he's like, I've got to line up who I can take with me. So Omer needs to take Romeo because he is kind of Romeo's meat shield right now. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I don't think people would vote for Jonathan in the end either. Not a chance. All right. It's immunity challenge time. Jonathan and Hi have to give back their immunity as immunity is back up for grabs. For this challenge, they have to stand on a narrow perch while balancing a ball on a wooden um, bow. At regular intervals, they will move down, making it more difficult. Last one standing wins immunity. Guaranteed spot in the final seven. I would do horrible at this. How would you do? You're a dancer. Doesn't mean I'm graceful. (laughs) Just be... They um, have some balance. I... Yeah, I don't think I'd do well. I... I've been doing balance in physical therapy and I am a weeble wobble right now. I have no strength in my left leg. And he's like, you can hold on to the bar. I was like, no, I am going to do this without having to hold on to anything. I'm getting my power back. I used to be so good at balancing. I'm terrible now. I miss it. I don't know. I was just glad that like, I think it's a, honestly, I saw the challenge and I went, oh, Tori would win this. Yeah, she would. Well, they're all going to get on their perch as the challenge is on. And within moments, high is on edge. Mike is out first. Then high drops. We're already down to six. Romeo's going to drop. We're at five. Omer is out. Down to four. And we have Marianne, Lindsay, Jonathan, Drea all getting the chance to move to round two. As round two begins, Marianne is out as she screams, shizzle sticks. I feel like that's a very Robbie word. It could be in the vocabulary of some choice words that I would use. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that poor girl, she wears every emotion on her sleeve. She does. Like, even just, she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is awful. And I'm like, just focus, just breathe, just breathe. And then you see like Lindsay and Drea just there like stoic. Yeah. This round is 10 minutes long, but Drea will be the one to bow out. It's going to be a showdown between Jonathan and Lindsay. And from the sidelines, they're all going to note how well Jonathan is doing at recovering with the ball. How does he do it? Is he really just like superhuman? What, 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 how, what, how? I think what it comes down to is he has longer arms. He has a better, like, he can maneuver his way a little further. Sure. Um, I mean, again, 
these challenges aren't indicative of someone's like physical prowess always like sometimes you're just good at a random game i mean think to like minute to win it back when people would do those stupid games like right it it's not indicative you just randomly find something that you're decent at and some people right. the more like athletic you are i mean both Lindsay and jonathan are probably the two most in shape people on the show so that's going to help their balance because their core that's going to help them able like to hold the bow up longer too right they're going to both move to round three where jonathan can barely fit on the beam as his giant ass feet are too big the round begins and we have a lot of back and forth of Lindsay and jonathan having to recover as the, the ball but in the end the reign of Lindsay continues as she wins it's her second challenge win in a row yes girl good job yeah, I mean, they literally foreshadowed this episode, too, with her going, I haven't won anything, and then exactly. she wins two things. So After 19 days, one of them will fall short of winning Survivor, and Mike is ecstatic for Lindsay, but more on that soon. Hi did not win, and he thinks the king will be dethroned tonight. We're going to find out. We are back at camp, and it's time to figure out what the best move is going to be. Hi is grateful that Jonathan did not win as it, he killed it and either wins or gets in second. We're going to see the buffoonery of Jonathan, though, as he shows them his monkey run. Um, if only you could have seen me give the biggest eye roll during this segment. I was just like, why? But he goes, hey, right. everyone, have I shown you this thing I can do? Stupid. Speaking of eye roll, our homo in power high thinks he is the numbers to sway the game in the direction he wants. Jonathan, being vulnerable, might be High's only opportunity to get him out. So High is going to chat with Mike, and Mike will say, voting out Jonathan is going to bother him, but he doesn't have a handshake with him. High tells Mike that they have a solid run to the end, and Mike will be pretending to be High's puppet, but we will see High actually tell Mike that he wants to make sure he's comfortable and not be like Rox and say they're going to go with these people. As a viewer, it's kind of fascinating to watch as we know that High is sincere here, but with Omer sowing doubt into Mike, Mike is not believing High in this moment. And that's the beauty of a strong social game. Yeah, you find the people that are easily like swayable and you get them on your side. And then you find the people that are unmovable and you get them out. But if someone is trying to take your people, you go, oh, no, 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 you're gone. Yeah. Mike is going to go to Jonathan and tell him he has never lied and High made him look back at um, bad to Rox. So he's going to tell Jonathan he is, in fact, next. He tells him that High is playing them and Mike ensures Jonathan that High does not have an idol. Jonathan is nervous because he knows that the people should want to get him out now. But if he can go after High first, in his eyes, what a move. Not like it's actually his move, but that's Jonathan thinking everything is about him. We're going to see Lindsay and Drea discuss high as the option, but Drea says that her husband would be watching, asking her why she didn't get him out yet. She knows that if they get out high, their amulet becomes a steal of vote. And watching the two girls kind of laugh giddily about getting high out, I was like, oh, he's going to be so sad watching this. Yeah, I, I've, Drea has been one of my favorites from the beginning, but it did make me sad that she thought, like, what would my husband think versus playing her own game? Sure. Like, I mean, there are times where we think, what would this person in my life think? Or, but 
I think she should feel free to play her own game. She's doing really well. I mean, yes. she had she has all of these advantages in her pocket right now. Um, she's she's doing well, and I I want her to feel confident in taking ownership of her game and not thinking how other people would play or whatnot. Marianne tells Lindsay that she wants to make the move on high, and with everyone on board to get high out, Lindsay is willing to play along. She doesn't want to rock the boat and will stick with the plan and just call it a day because there's always next week to get Jonathan out. Now, High will talk to Jonathan to make him feel safe. High wants to make the target feel safe so they don't play the shot in the dark. Very smart idea. He will do his fake idol play and tell Jonathan that he has an idol and we will be going to get Romeo out. He says he found the idol at the water well. It's a logical explanation, but Jonathan sees right through it. With high strategy to tell Jonathan that he will play the hidden immunity idol for him, Johns would stay. He's going to run this information to Omar, and now Omar is like, well, high thinks he's the king, but high is like, this is just working too perfectly. Should I work with high instead since no one trusts him and high is loyal to him? I was like, Omar, oh, don't play yourself, please. Please, please just let this happen. Let this ride yourself out. I was like, why would you not even make a fake immunity idol if you're gonna play that ploy right like don't be like oh yeah i have immunity idol also jonathan not going okay show it to me right. neither one of them was no. they told stupid lies mm -hmm. omer says that he could take out jonathan now do high next but Romeo's going to tell Omer that he only trusts him. Marion is on board for either high Jonathan. Lindsay is happy to hear that Omer says Jonathan. So now the options are out there. So if Jonathan does have to go, he can go. The votes would be there, Omer in the middle. Um, is it the time? There's only four more votes until day 26. Who is going to be the right person at this moment? And that's going to be the discussion at Tribal. Um, Lindsay is asked if there was any fallout with the reward given she could choose two people to join her. And she says she doesn't think she, there was because she was diplomatic. Mike says in terms of strategy, at the reward, they didn't have strategy talk as they were elated to be warm. This was harder than going out for uh, fire while drenched in icicles, as he says. Lindsay says that this is a once in a lifetime experience, but included in that there are really, really low lows, really, really high highs but they're willing to take the rush as they're all addicted to the game. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. There, there's a reason why people go out and play this game four times because you're addicted to the rush of it. It's just, it's, it's any type of like challenge to yourself. Yeah. We, we feed off the opportunity to better ourselves or win something or, or do something that we feel is, is greater than us or might push us or, um, we always want to take on those because we are like, oh, I can do this. And if I do do this, think of like how everyone will see me type thing. Exactly. Now, High says that it is possible that they could have not spoken about strategy, but he doesn't believe it. He says that it is an evolving game where alliances are, in, are fluid. The perfect analogy to him is they're all long distance runners with blindfolds on. You don't know who's in the front. They could trip. So you're waiting for that opportunity to overtake them. Do you think they all sit on the beach and be like, what metaphor can I come up with? Because Jeff, I was wants literally to about to say this. A metaphor. They, I feel like everyone's now people want to be the smartest player or the one that like they want the sound clip. They they also want Jeff to be like, wow, you're yeah. one of like 
Jeff's one of Jeff's favorite players is Cochran, and he just talked a bunch of bullarchy out of his butthole. The he's whole a terrible time. player. He's not good. Um, he's one of my least favorite like winners. I agree. And um, but Jeff loved him because he gave him so much to go off of at Tribal, and he's like, "What's going to come out of his mouth next?" Yep. Well, Mike says it's going to be all about gut feelings. Everyone is so good, and they're all waiting for their gut to tell them what to do as well. Marianne. She's not going to say it's an analogy, but she's going to make it a good analogy here and say that this is like Survivor Jenga. You take out a piece, but that piece is going to go back and play. But what if you take out the bottom piece too early and it all falls down? Jonathan's going to track this, but I think Jonathan did not understand a single thing that Marianne said. I think Jonathan's still trying to figure out what's going on at that tribal. Right. Also, um, Marianne being so excited that Jonathan understood it. I was like, you are just so sweet and special. I love you. She is the one person that I think that analogy flowed out of her and she's probably yep. thought it that way for so long versus That's like why the I'm bunny in the mailbox worked for her. With... Yeah, well, it's like um the last season when the guy who's like I'm as confused as a goat on astroturf like uncomfortable. <laughs> Jonathan said, oh, I'm sorry. For Lindsay, this vote is about making an even playing field and trying to have everyone feel comfortable that they have a fair shot to make it to the end. We're going to shoot right over to Jonathan, who says she is saying someone is too powerful in some way and that he's trying to wrap his head around what it means. I thought this was a really good play by Lindsay. As I will say, it was a great ambiguous answer because it all depends on your perspective of the facets of what the strongest means. Challenge-based social players, intelligence, there are eight different perspectives at this tribal. I love Lindsay. I thought she played this episode so well. Well, and the thing is, is it, everyone's like, he's playing a really good game. I don't think he was playing a good game. I think he was the one that would cut anyone's throat. He was the one that wasn't going to stick with a person or two people. He got rid of Lydia. He got rid of Lydia. Literally, with, which without her, he wouldn't have gotten there. Exactly. And honestly, the only reason High still is there is because of Josh, who I was like, God... Like when the whole Jenny flip and whatnot and Daniel. Oh, Daniel. I thought his name was I don't remember. Yeah, uh, he's that's how much, don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone. He was one of my least favorite players this season. Um but yeah, High isn't actually playing as good of a game. I think when no. people go and watch back, they'll be like, Oh, he's just he is another Romeo, but I think he's a little more charismatic with it where they're both trying to just like frantically scramble. But I think high was a little more charismatic with it. Well, it is time to vote. Jeff's going to return. No one plays anything. It is a vote of six to two. High is voted out. This is how the vote went down. Lindsay, Jonathan, Marion, Omer, Mike, Andrea for high. High and Romeo on Jonathan. High is glad that he got voted out this way because he was blindsided and he thought it was all well played. I appreciate that from a player who can at least walk out with their head held high being like, this was a game. You got one on me. I player respects the game. So I was really happy. That's how high left. But I also thought he was like, it, there was a little arrogance behind it oh, fully. He was, where he was like, Oh yeah, I was the right one to like, get it. Like I was going to win this game type thing. I was yeah. like, I don't think he would have won the game in the end. I don't think so either, but let's dissect this move. Was this the best move? for everyone first off romeo i i i'm unsure what where his vote went here why did I'm he put his vote on jonathan i'm wondering if omer told him to vote jonathan i am too which 
will make Jonathan go, I, it's really, really smart, but it's very dangerous because if Romeo opens his mouth about it, which Romeo probably will, but because then Jonathan's going to go, so who is that other vote from? And he's going right. to try to figure it out. And then when he finds out it's Romeo, he's going to be like, Romeo has to go. Romeo has to, because he has this big ego where anyone who votes for me needs to go type thing that we've seen right. in the past. And um, yeah, I, I think it's so smart that Omar, or maybe Romeo just wasn't in the loop on high, but I think Omar was smart in trying to push Romeo that way. But again, if Romeo opens his mouth and is like, Omer's the one who told me to do that, Jonathan might confront Omer. There's going to be a lot. As we saw like in the next time, there's so many names getting thrown out. So, Yeah, I think overall, looking back at it, talking it through with you, I think this was the smarter move because Jonathan's still going to be there. If he loses again next week, yes, it's risky, but you can still vote him out next week. But also, um, I don't think I don't think Jonathan's going to win in the end. I think they exactly. were like high high could talk to the jury and get votes swayed. I think for him. Lindsay, I understand where she was going at because he's playing pretty shittily and she doesn't want to be tied with that. But I think her being able to talk to the people that she's spoken to and at least throw the seeds of doubt on of Jonathan in her gameplay, they're understanding that she is at least in tune to it. But um, also, people would vote Jonathan before Lindsay. Exactly. High might try to get people to get Lindsay out, exactly. or Drea, or Mary. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. For Omer, obviously, this was going to be a win-win for him. Uh, Marion, I don't think it really mattered. Drea, I don't think it really mattered. And Mike, this was the right move because, again, loyalty. Um, he needs his loyal people, and he knows that he probably would be able to get um, Mike. Uh, Jonathan to do whatever he wanted as well. But it did matter. On the same page. It did matter for Drea because now their three person has well, gone true. down to a two person. And now it's going to be a battle which one gets to it first. Mm-hmm. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Sure. What is High's legacy? And do you think he will return for a returning player season? Um, no, I think he created drama, but I don't think they like, I think there are much better players to bring back. I think there are players that are going to make it further in this season and previous seasons that they would bring back. Um, I, I can see them bringing him back for diversity reasons as well. I don't, um, I don't know what his legacy really is. I, he just reminds me of another generic, like, I think I'm in control player. That's but, the legacy. It's, that's exactly what it is. But I, again, I think Ricard is and High played, tried to play the same game. Mm-hmm. I think Ricard would come back before High. I, you're right. I think that the, unfortunately for High, he cut Lydia too soon. Yeah. And that exposed him. And that was a problem. Who's in danger, girl? Everyone, honestly, I think I think the women have to make it through one more vote. Mm-hmm. The women need to get to six. If all three of them get to six, I think Lindsay can keep Mike on her side and then or they can pull in Romeo or something. But I want to see these three women in the final. I mean, we 
we've had so little female winners and especially like POC female winners too. Right. I think this next vote is going to be whatever is most convenient. I could see Romeo going because I can see the other six being like, we want to be here. He doesn't need to be here. Let's just vote him out right now and then see where we go from there. I think that would be such a dumb move though. It would be a dumb move, but you have a lot of egos right now who really think they all are in the driver's seat. But the thing is like Omer would not get rid of Romeo. He needs him. He needs Mm -hmm. his vote. I, I personally would love to see Jonathan go right now because that would be just great television to see him just get cut by all these people. Um, but yeah, I think it's really going to come down to who wins immunity. And I know there's some sort of twist happening next week that might play a factor in it as well. Yeah. Who knows? All right. After nine episodes, the winner of this season is. <sighs> Sorry. Can I choose? Can I choose two? Sure. You can give me two. Okay. So I, if, if she does it right, I think it's Drea. Okay. I want to see Drea and Lindsay in the end. And I want, like I said, I want Marianne there as well. I just don't know. I think, unfortunately, Marianne is too boisterous and bubbly and has played her game too much on her sleeve and not. I don't think people, unfortunately, I don't think people will credit her with the smart moves that she actually is making. Um, because they're going to think she was this sweet ride along. Um, but I th- honestly, though, I think she could win too. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to continue saying Lindsay because I've keep, I've said it from episode one. Um, this episode really helped me um, make my point that every time Lindsay is on the screen, it's always in a positive nature. She's always talking about positive strategy or she's now winning. So I could see Lindsay walking away with it because who who's voting at Lindsay? What is the reason to vote at Lindsay right now? She even, is in a perfect position. Even next week's episode, no one said Lindsay's name. Right. Um, but I also think Marianne is very much up there just because the edit is showing it. And every promotional episode, promotional commercial you watch for the show, you're hearing from Marianne. You're also hearing from Mike. I don't think he can win though. But I don't know. Marianne, they they really want us to love her. Mm. I mean, it's hard not to love her. I think I think she has a lot of energy. And if I was like hanging out with her, I'd be like, all right, let's like chill a little bit. Yeah. But um, I, what's not to like about her? I mean, even as a seminary student, the fact that she's so open to like Omer's like Muslim roots yeah. and things like that. Like, I think that's very progressive. Um, Absolutely like Christian way to like go about things. And I think it's, it's wonderful to see that she is just, she's a well-rounded individual and a positive individual. All right. Well, I know the answer, but where can we find you on social media Venmo and any projects you want to plug? Yes. (laughs) One day we will get you back on social media, even if it's just to like say hello to everyone and remind everyone that you still exist. Yeah, um, I had people. I had people <laughs> during, like, when I was working for Disney. I had someone one time see me after like eight or nine months, and he goes, "I thought you might have died," 
And I went, well, you have my number, but you didn't reach out. So you obviously didn't care enough to find out. <laughs> Fair. Well, Robbie, thank you so much for chatting about Survivor. This was so much fun. Yeah, I listen, I'm more than happy to come back. We can talk about favorite players, favorite seasons, favorite whatever. I'm here for it. The biggest thanks to Robbie for chatting. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.